Welcome back to Davi the Scapegoat. Do you find you have become the scapegoat? It can happen at work, at home, at school. You accept that blame because you've been conditioned to accommodate and to problem solve. You're a lady like that. And generally, acceptance is certainly easier than holding the one at fault accountable. So you've been sacrificed, scapegoated. Don't be sad. Be the greatest of all time. You guys have been listening to phase one of Davi the Scapegoat. Phase one of accepting my scapegoat status. It was about comfort, finding comfort in my comfort humans, like Blair, my husband, Daddy Fatstacks, Ryan Lil, all your favorite comfort humans, finding laughter, finding joy, guiding myself to the softness in life instead of that hard, jagged stuff. When I get stabbed in the back, I keep moving forward to a place that hurts less, which was in my studio with my funny friends that hug and they don't stab. Now we're shifting into phase two. I am currently collecting interviews of my favorite girl bosses as inspiration for metamorphosis and change. Always being adventurous in life, just say no to imposter syndrome and all that other crap like, it's too late for me to take that leap. I'm too old to start that new thing. Let's talk getting out of toxic places and taking a professional leap and finally finding happiness. So I am here with a brand new podcaster herself, and we're twinning in our new adventure in the podcasting world, Alex, host of Words from a Warrior, new episodes every Wednesday. Alex, how the heck are you? We're doing good. I absolutely love that intro because I have been scapegoated several times at my last job, and so happy that I'm not a scapegoat anymore. And I'm happy that I am doing my own thing now. And I'm free. Most importantly, I'm free. When I started going into phase two, I was thinking of all the lady bosses I know. And I know a lot of them. I had my comfort times. I had to have my laughter and my grieving period. But now I'm looking to be inspired. And I think it is so crazy that so many of my friends have gone through this this shift, this change, this growth, and this metamorphosis like little butterflies. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like I'm still this weird little caterpillar. You, in the last year, mm-hmm. have made this this shift, and you moved to New York. So this is my first um, interview that I'm doing, like, remotely. Like, you're in New York right now, and I'm still yes, in Atlanta. I yes, I am, girl. Uh, moved to New York top of this year. Best decision I ever made. How to get out the South. Okay, can't do it. Oof. <laughs> fucking weird but yeah I you know I was laid off top of the pandemic from managing the venue that I was managing at for like five years and they wanted me back and I was not trying to go back like I was done for so many reasons well one of them being like the denial of my salary and just my benefits that I was promised all these years and just constantly them moving the carrot further and further while I put produce more and more work um so yeah i was like fuck that i am not going back ever in my life i will be evicted homeless whatever then decided to start my own artist management firm which i ran for two and a half almost three years which was very lucrative for me um and then top like middle of this year that i felt a shift and i was like you know what i'm very burnt out from all of this and i just kind of decided to quit really and then I picked up this podcast you know because this is kind of what's fueling my passion and like my drive to want to do things um and just also talk to women 
who are in the entertainment industry, whether it's like entrepreneur or like they're a, a musician or what have you, like how did you build your armor in this industry? Because I got burnt out. I low key was like, you know what? Maybe this is not the space for me, but I still love being in this space. So how can I be involved? Um, and that's where I am right now. That is one of my top questions is what was the catalyst for you to become this queen? My friends made this shift and it was generally because they had been in an atmosphere that was not healthy for a really long time and they just knew it wasn't good but were in denial for a long time and then moved on. And it's like when you talk about it, it's like a bad breakup or like a, a toxic relationship just the same because it it, it is just the it same. Is. Not being seen for your worth like, you know your worth and you knew everything you did and how invaluable you were. Already you mentioned burnout and I'm like, I don't want to be that person. But yeah, there was no summer for Blair and I. Like I got fired in June and then things were really, really crazy and weird. We went like just guns blazing into this podcasting world like early. I saw that. I, I told saw that. Them, I was like damn she takes no rest no sleep i love it <laughs> and the guys i was working with were like when do you want to start and i was like i'm gonna say october and they're like the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> they're, like, they're like you're doing it next month and i was like holy shit that's august that's so crazy and i think that was when i first reached out to you and uh found out that you were also doing this i might have made a lot of mistakes in the first 20 episodes but we're getting a hold of things now and it's getting really good and i can like tell you what I learned um, <laughs> already, and it's that you can get burnout really fast. So I think it's more difficult when you're working for yourself to be able to recognize that and then treat it. So when it's yourself, like you don't have time to sit there and be like, oh, take a bath and like give yourself a little face mask and do all of those things for yourself because you'll just be like, bitch, shut up. There's too much to do. Like, exactly. It, it, so what do you do to avoid burnout and what do you do for self-care um good question so again i am a fetus when it comes to this podcasting <laughs> thing so any tips and tricks girl will be ideal um because it is a lot of work and like i know podcasting is a lot of work because they all say that and i'm like i come from music industry i know my knowledge no i don't know shit i was like i thought i knew all things sound i don't mm. so yes getting frustrated getting burnt out is huge well not huge but it's it's huge for me right now because it's so new um and I have been giving myself a lot of grace and that's something that I haven't been doing when I was working at the venue when I was running my firm there was no grace that I was giving to myself mm -mm. and so I've been giving myself a lot of space a lot of grace and a lot of time and like leniency because for me this is low-key a passion project I don't want it to be a job Eventually, yeah, I'm going to monetize and we're going to figure that whole thing out. But right now, I'm just trying to talk to my little like woman warriors who are out there trying to figure out what it is that they want to do in life and like feel supported in that. And so I give myself grace. I take time away. Like if I get frustrated, I will absolutely just shut my laptop. And I'm like, I'm going to go watch Housewives. Nice. Or I'm going to go like <laughs> talk with my cat, you know, because she's been too quiet and she's sleeping and I can't sleep. So you're not going to sleep either. Um. I also like, you know, smoke a lot of weed. Don't know if my mom would say that on here. You can say that. I oh, do, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I, don't I told know. you Daddy Fat Stacks was on this podcast. <laughs> I know. I love Daddy so much. I miss that man so fucking much. Yes. Uh, I smoke you. a lot of weed. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to come see you guys. But um, 
And that's basically it. Like I will just, I just take a step away and I'm just, I remind myself that this is something fun. It's not a job. Mm -hmm. This is something fun that you wanted to do. So keep it fun. And so I'm like, okay. And that's kind of how I keep my self care around this podcast like world, because I do want to keep it very close to my chest and my vest and like not be like, you know what? Fuck this again. I'm out and going to go find something new because starting over all the time is exhausting and it takes a lot of fucking work. So I'm just treating it with kids, kid gloves at the moment. No, I love it. It's smart. And keep doing that. Your way not to get burned out is be kinder to yourself. Like nicer self-talk. Absolutely. Close the laptop. Watch some Housewives. Um, which I always think it's so fun where I'm like, what do you watch to chill? And I ask each person. And like I if like to absolutely chill and relax and to not be stimulated at all you know what I mean it's like the Mm -hmm. British baking show the great British bake-off do you ever watch that it's freaking calming and it'll put me right to sleep I love that you watch something as chaotic as the housewives because (laughs) but I actually get it because it's a way for you to like they're projecting all the the nuttiness going like the unhinged Mm -hmm. thoughts and everything in your head you're calmly sitting there on the couch like just viewing it yes these are not my problems love it for y'all so that that's always one of my favorite is like okay so self-care question and also what weird thing do you watch to chill out and I love the people that are like the most (laughs) murdery bloody thing I'm like okay cool I mean I guess it puts you in a place of gratitude because you're like, that's not my life. (laughs) I'm alive. That's true. I also use it as like inspiration too because I'm like eventually, like I never want to be a housewife because I don't do drama, but I do want to have a a housewife life, okay, (laughs) where I can just go shopping and traveling whenever the fuck I want to, you know, okay, and like can spend obscene amount of money on whatever the fuck I want. So it's inspirational because I'm like, eventually I'm gonna fucking get there, but not right now. I'm not (laughs) against it. (laughs) Blair just wants that trophy wife. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that life is great. Shoot. Next question. Girl boss Alex, host of the Words from a Warrior podcast, which you are debuting like so soon. Yes. Like tomorrow. (laughs) I am nervous. I am so nervous about this podcast situation just because A, I'm used to being behind the scenes, mm-hmm. managing a music venue, you don't see me. Being an artist manager, you barely see me. And now I have to put myself out there, which is like <laughs> weird. But I am very excited, but also very nervous to launch this podcast because I want it to be perfect. I want it to be right. And Wednesdays are a great, great day to release. That's just a nice Women Crush Wednesday, especially with the content that you're doing. So, like, with you having this newfound voice and starting a podcast, are you getting support from your family or are you getting those weird ones that go, oh, I can't talk to you anymore. You're going to talk about me on your little podcast. <laughs> are you have you have you experienced that yet? Because that's always fun. It's usually from the most uninteresting fucker that, you know, <laughs> really? No, I have not yet. Actually, I've gotten a lot of love and support on this, which I was actually shocked by. Nice. Um, my sister has a podcast. My sister lives in Spain. She's been in Spain for the last like five, six years. She's never coming back to the States. Um, but she has a podcast and she's had it for the last like two or three years. And it's called Flourish in the Foreign. And so she's all about like helping black women 
live, drive abroad. Like if you want to move abroad, she gives you a whole crash course. It's a whole thing. So I do have like a cheat code because I'm like, bitch, you won't (laughs) listen to this shit. You're going to tell me what I need to fix. You're going to tell me everything because you are my manager and she has no idea. (laughs) So look at God. (laughs) Some people have the super supportive, awesome family that they can grab the cheat codes from. (laughs) Hell yeah. I was like, girl, I'm not doing this alone. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not doing this alone. There's a lot of people with, you know, siblings that are like, I had to learn it myself. You learn it yourself. And generally, I kind of understand that. I'm the baby of five. So and I feel like in bigger families like that. Yeah. Like I feel like bigger families like that. They just uh, it's customary for the kids to raise the kids like after a certain point. So it's like after the after the second or third kid, they just all kind of like the parents are like and everybody will take care of this one. But then um, that breeds resentment. <laughs> so so then you got me walking around like, you know, haven't bathed in forever. I'm just the stinky kid in class. And my parents are like, your brother and sister didn't make you like take a bath. And it's like, no, <laughs> what the fuck? Like that kind of makes that makes sibling rivalries. So I think it's awesome that you have that in your sister and that she's not like, I'm in Spain living my best fucking life. Right. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I can't I hold am. your hand for everything. I'd be damned. I would come over there and be like, girl, now I'm in your face and I can't get out of your house because squatters rights. Now what? You know what I mean? Like, try me if you want to. <laughs> so what are your top three inspiring women? Where do you get your motivational energies from? What are your top three ladies? And you can say your sister can be one of them because that's pretty badass. Well, I love her, but I'm not going to give her that credit. Um, <laughs> so I'm not, I can't. You're like, I do I'll take her, her cliff notes and I'll take all of her cheat sheet tips. But, <laughs> but inspiration, no. <laughs> mm, no. Um, my top one is going to be Oprah, which is like whatever I know. But like seeing Oprah as a child and like being able to watch Oprah when I come home from school every day and like see this black woman just have this talk show. She's philanthropy and this is like that is so inspiring to me and it's still inspiring to me like when I created this podcast two years ago actually during the pandemic when I had nothing to do um I created it I wrote I wrote this whole thing out and then shelved it I was like well that was fun yeah yeah so all I all I had to do Davi dead ass was like plug and play edit my website like my scripts were done episodes everyone that I want to interview like it was all flushed out my google drive like 20 fucking pages two years ago shelved it so when I created it two years ago I was like this is gonna spearhead me to have like my own talk show like Oprah and this is gonna be it because that's low-key what I want to do and like go on speaking tours and book tours and all these things so she is my number one um my number two would have to be Ariana Grande which whatever (laughs) love her to death I do god bless Please come back to the stage, girl. Um, right, just because she's like doing wicked and like her skincare line. Don't be Rihanna. Yes. Don't do this yes. to me. You know, just disappear for like I 10 can't. years. My God. Come back, Ari. <laughs> Anyways, I love her because she's so open about her mental health and like how she, you know, combats her mental health and the therapy and just all that jazz and like the shit that she's gone through you know her like and oprah having a mass shooting at one year she they goes. both mm-hmm. her and oprah have seen some shit absolutely and so it's like you know i love just what she stands for and i can relate to her so much with certain things when it comes to like my own personal traumas and she's like my best friend she doesn't even know it yet <laughs> um and the third one would have to be honestly I haven't really given it much thought I only have like really two but my third one 
would have to be just like all the other women that I've met working in the music industry. And I know that's like super fucking vague, but I could like list off 20 people for you. But it's like there's so many different women that I have come across in this industry that have inspired me to keep going, to stand firm in my truth, stand in my ground and like don't waver at all, you know, like trust yourself and just keep going. And so like I have so many people come to mind right now. Um, like Algebra Blissette is one of them. She played at the venue for a long time. Absolutely adore her. Um, Avery Sunshine has told me some really great advice too as well. Um, who else? I mean, Chrissy Collins is like low key was was one of my mother figures while working at the venue too as well. She's an R&B singer. She used to sing background for Beyonce for many years. Um, and she was like my mother. Like that woman took me in underneath her wing. Whatever it is that I wanted to do, she supported me. I'll follow you, you know, and so that would be like my top three encompassing three other women. Um, yeah, that's okay. where I get my inspiration from. And you can you you work with a lot of women in the music industry and uh, are constantly seeing them pop up on your Instagram. So give your handle a shout out so people can follow you and then they can see all of these awesome, inspiring women that you work with. Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram is at Alex told you. So it's going to be A-L-E-X-T-O-L-D-Y-O-U. And that's where you can also find my podcast webs in my website. Come support. Nice. And if you're a woman who wants to be interviewed, let me know. Because Davi, you next. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm next? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You were actually on my list. I have a whole list of people and I like you were one of them. I'm like, she was in radio. Like radio is fucking hard. It's, radio is hard, girl. It, yeah. Like shout out to you. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's hard. So uh, like the, the job itself or the people? <laughs> both. Exactly. Like it's it, hard, it, man. It, it's interesting. And it um you you learn you definitely learn a lot. And I think we'll learn a lot from each other in both of our respective industries and uh like what we have to bring to the table and and how we uh construct and style our podcasts, you know, like you're gonna have like a lot of advice for me and I'm gonna have advice for you in our industries for as long as we were and how things maybe didn't always end that great. Um, is there any personal mantras that have just like been absorbed into your heart and into your head in the last couple of years that have um, helped you in pushing yourself forward for these kind of new adventures? One of them is definitely going to be like just like I remind myself to keep breathing often. Like so I guess we could take it from Ariana Grande and be like just keep breathing because – yeah, I don't know. You, you get stressed out doing shit and then you just kind of stop breathing and then now everything's a mess. Yeah. Um, my other one would probably be like, honestly, it's two words or two. Yeah, I say fuck it more than anything else. <laughs> I'm always like, fuck it. Fuck it to the wind. Like, yeah, so fuck it. And um, oh, I got it. It's fuck it, Nantucket, two tears in a bucket. <laughs> Fuck it, Nantucket, two tears in a bucket. Yeah, just keep going. Just I, I'm like, fuck it, Nantucket, two tears in a bucket. And I was like, and then start working and walking and do whatever I need to do next. You know yeah. what I like about that is you have to take a deep breath before you do it. So it's combining two mm -hmm. of your mantras. Like, fuck it, Nantucket, <laughs> two tears in a bucket. Like, yep. you have to take like a nice, and you know, 
taking a deep breathing, it actually forces your body to relax, even just momentarily. It might be for a nanosecond, but to let that breath out, you literally, you'll feel yourself relax for like a second before you tense up and you're like, oh shit, I should do that more often, at least to force myself into that regularly. And you got to take a nice big deep breath before you do that tongue twister. So that is awesome. <laughs> Great mantra. Yes, I love that one. It's one of my favorites. I'm like, all right, fucking Nantucket, two tears in a bucket. What's next? <laughs> okay. I'm ready to start the day. <laughs> Something we mentioned earlier is how at parties, at events, whatever, people will ask you these questions and you're like, why don't they try harder? Why don't they ask mm-hmm. me something better? Like why when everybody meets you, why is it always what do you do? Why is it always what do you do? So I'm like, right. What um and I actually saw this tweet from Adam Grant. Uh he said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Actually sends the wrong message to kids. So we should be teaching kids that who you are is more than the job that you do. Work is just an activity. It should not define your identity. A healthy sense of self is rooted in your character, not your career choice. And I was like, I love that. oh, damn, isn't that awesome? We need to get better about finding out each other's characters. So if you could put a question into the world that you want people to start asking at parties to make things more interesting and not so freaking basic. What would you want people to ask you at a party? That is great, a great question. Um, this is gonna be so random, but honestly, I want people to ask me like, what was your favorite name for your car? Cause I had this Ford Escape, the old, like the old model Ford Escape, the cute ones, the boxy one, not, yeah. the, weird, not the weird mom cars, but the cute ones. I had an ice blue one and her name was Ice Queen. And that was my ride or die. I love her to death. And this asshole in West Midtown cut me off. He actually busted a legal U-turn underneath the bridge. And it caused me like fucking like T-bone his ass. I mean, I won the case, of course. But I told my girl out. And I love her. So, yeah, ask me about my first car name. Her name is Ice That is so telling. I love that. That's fantastic. Like if somebody asked me that at a party, I would have – I'd go down the list, you know, because – all of my cars have had names, and I've wrecked a few. Um, <laughs> I murdered them all. Um, but my favorite one, I'd be like hey. Elton John. And they'd be like, you had a car named Elton John? I'd be like, yes, Why it was covered in glitter. It just made sense. <laughs> like, and that was oh, so, yeah. so that is a great, and everybody's going to have an answer for that, unless you're a weirdo that doesn't name your car. And what kind of weirdo doesn't name their car? That's what I'm saying. Like, before I moved to New York, my old car had a Nissan Juke. She was red, and her name was Cherry. Actually, my old assistant named her. He was like, are you at work today? I don't see the cherry. And I was like, the cherry? The fuck are you talking about? But then I was like, you know what? That is my cherry berry. And like, she was also a writer. I miss her so much. (laughs) Everybody write that down and take it to the next party. Ask people, what's your favorite car's nickname? And then Mm -hmm. there's going to be a story that ensues. Um, Stop saying, what do you do? And stop telling kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because what do I want to be when I grow up? Fearless, like Alex, my friend and host of Words from a Warrior, a new podcast that you guys can check out every Wednesday. And I think you're fearless for starting this. We're just going out on a limb and and I'm really proud of us. And I'm excited to watch your show debut and how much fun you have with it and hear all the content and all the lessons you're going to give to the world. Thank you. I am so excited. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for joining me today on Davi the Scapegoat. Absolutely. Can't wait to have you on my podcast, girl. It's going to be lit. (laughs) Yes. Hi. Hello. It's your girl, Alex, here, host of the Words from a Warrior podcast, women warriors building an armor rooted in wellness. 
I'm a girl boss that has gone through hell and back, and I want to share my personal stories as well as interview some amazing ass warriors to learn how they built their armor. Words from a Warrior will be dropping every Wednesday, and you can follow me on Instagram at Alex Told You. See you soon. <laughs> if you like what you heard, come back next week. And don't forget to give Davi the Scapegoat a five-star review. talk about parenting which it's like do you really want me to do that if you know me at all you would not be suggesting that you wouldn't be inquisitive of that Mm -hmm. you'd be like how can we get you like further away from children (laughs) you say fuck too much like we can't have you around no i totally feel that i'm like i smoke too much and i cuss too much like i love my god kids and i love their parents but they're all like girl you could never raise a child i'm like i probably could raise a child (laughs) they'd be just as fucked up as me though it's fine like you know they'd be like mommy did you brush your teeth today (laughs) i'm like "Mm, maybe did you okay (laughs) (laughs) 